Hey everyone, welcome to the island. Uh, my name is Brian. I want to welcome you back. And I just want to start this episode by saying a heartfelt, holy crap. What is going on? I'm telling you what, this week, you know, th- this whole last three months, but then followed by the events of this week with the death of George Floyd and all of the protests and riots and everything going on, I'm like you, I'm lost. I mean, I I know there's a lot of people out there on social media and uh, other platforms trying to say the exact right thing, and they're trying to create the perfect inspirational quotes and all of that, and that's all well and good, but I've just purposely stayed quiet because that's not the role that I really feel like I can play. I want to play the role of a wingman. I want to come alongside all of you and your story as we maneuver this crazy, chaotic thing that we call life. And like I said, there's only one other time in my life that I felt this lost, frankly. It was back in 2007. I had just come back from a mission trip uh, to the island of Jamaica Not the fancy part, the touristy part of Jamaica, but the poverty-stricken side of it. The, the, The orphanages that we visited while we were there. Just a, a human condition of poverty and hopelessness that, frankly, I didn't even know existed until that trip. And when I came back that weekend, I had to speak. I had to preach six times at the church that weekend. And as I was preparing, I felt exactly like I do right now. I was like, I don't know. Frankly, I I have more questions than I do answers. And that's how I feel today. So during this episode, I want to play a couple of excerpts from that message back in 2007 to frame what I want to be able to say tonight. So I want to start with the introduction. Way back from 2007, I was in my 40s, a young whippersnapper, and I want you to take a listen. I was lying awake, wide awake, at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was awake at 4 o'clock in the morning because I'm now in my 40s and I find myself awake almost every night at 4 o'clock in the morning, having the same internal debate that I have every night, the question to go or not to go. And, and uh, for, those of you who've, for those of you who've entered into this stage of life, <clears throat> you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, if you're older, you may have this argument several times a night, and, and uh, and I have this debate with myself over whether or not the trip to the bathroom is worth giving up the comfort and the warmth of the bed. And, and I, I talk to myself, and I try to determine just how much pain am I willing to put up with, and, and could a possible shift in position buy me 10 more minutes or so? And, and so I was laying on this particular night, I was lying wide awake in bed, but I was in the city of Mandeville on the island of Jamaica. I was in a hotel that would probably be a one-star or e- even a half-star uh, here in uh, 
in the United States, and I was in a very small double bed, which I was sharing with my 14-year-old son, who was two and a half inches uh, taller than I am. He's this tall, thin, lanky kid, and and just covered with elbows and knees, and and it's, it would be kind of like sleeping with an elk. I, I, it's the only comparison I can make. He was just everywhere, and he liked to sprawl out, so I was trying to manage about six inches of the bed, but I'm a husband, so I'm used to that, and uh, so I was laying there. And my son is next to me, and I'm trying to keep my balance next to the boy with seven elbows. I'm trying to debate whether or not I'm going to get up and walk across the cold tile floor to the bathroom. All of this in the middle of the night, and from somewhere deep within me, this wave of emotion came out of nowhere. I was laying there doing all this debating, and from nowhere, this thing inside of me, and I'll just tell you, we're friends here, out of nowhere, I started to cry. And, and I don't know where it came from. I'm, I'm not a crier by nature. And I don't mean that I teared up and my eyes were watering because I was tired. I mean I started to sob uncontrollably. And I thought to myself, oh no, I'm turning into a woman. And, and I was... <laughs> I didn't know where it came from and I couldn't stop. I just kept crying, and I didn't know what, what happened. So I did get up, and I, I went to the bathroom more because I didn't want Bullwinkle to know that I was crying. So I, I went on into the bathroom, and I managed to gather myself, and we got up, and, and later that morning we left the city of Mandeville because we were going to go uh, from Mandeville uh, on over to the city of Kingston where we were going to be seeing our fourth orphanage or boys' home in a matter of three days. So now, this is, you know, 13 years later, I'm 55 now, and I still have the the middle-of-the-night thing going on. Still only once, so I'm happy about that. But I came back from that trip uh, a changed person in many ways. And what I came back to at that time was a, a chaos here in the United States as well. There had just been a massive tornado that had hit our country there was a uh, well-publicized, uh, from the media, bus accident that had occurred. And I came back from one chaos just into a different kind of chaos. And everybody was asking different kinds of questions. And so that spurred to me what has happened this week here in 2020. There was a time earlier this week, man, I just had a meltdown. I wanted to know, where are you? God in all this, what's going on right now with the pandemic, with uncertainty of jobs, with what the heck are we supposed to do right now? And that weekend back in 2007, when I spoke, I had the exact same question. So I want you to listen to just a couple more minutes out of that message 13 years ago. When things like this happen, you just want to ask the questions, God, what are you doing? Because I know I'm not the only one. There's a whole bunch of you. When you look at some of the stuff that goes on in our world or right here in our own area, it wrecks you. And see, that's what God had done. I realized all of a sudden what God had been doing those three days, especially since 4 o'clock that morning, he wrecked our hearts. And I know that sometimes when you go through something and your heart's been wrecked and, and, and you see that AIDS is wiping out entire continents and children are brutalized and women are raped and towns are wiped out by tornadoes and innocent kids are, are, are ended their life because the bus driver took a wrong turn and a little boy accidentally dies in his backyard. I mean, if you're like me, you're left asking, God, why are you silent? I mean, I mean if you're really God, you, you can fix this. 
It's baffling to me. Where is God in the midst of all this? Why doesn't he do something? Can he do something? Is he greater than our challenged and broken world? And if he is greater, then what's his strategy? And who is part of his strategy? What are you going to do to fix all the stuff that we see? And so the question that I want to deal with is, what, what could God be saying? When he makes us go through something like that, what's he up to? What's he trying to get done that he couldn't have done in some other way? You know, since we've started this podcast, uh, I, I've been thrilled that we've had several hundred people watch each episode. But because of that, I also realize that we're probably all over the map in relation to this God thing. Whether you believe or not, or maybe you're used to and you're not so sure anymore. And, and honestly, that's okay. That's completely okay. See, I am and have always been a chronic worrier. I tend to borrow problems and overthink things to the point where I just grind to a halt. And that's what happened earlier this week before my meltdown. And I've been trying in recent years to practice an entirely different thing. There's a really cool portion of scripture. Jesus was talking to a group of people, like he often did. He was really good at it, by the way. And, uh, and, he, and he addressed worry and anxiety and fear. So again, he was talking to a group of people just like you and I. And 2,000 years ago, they had problems just like what we do. It were, they were different problems, but they were real problems to them. And he knew that. And he said this advice. He said, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now, like today. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Man, if it were that easy, right? But it's good advice. And he goes on to say, God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Man, oh man, if I ever if I have a struggle with anything, it's that right there. Right now, I have worries about next month, about what's going on with, with a job, with what's going to go on a year from now and two years from now, and whether there'll be school this fall for my son or or work uh, for my kids. or uh, There's a myriad of things going on right now about the craziness of this world. And all I know to tell you is when I put that bit of advice from him into practice, and I just concentrate on today, what can I do today? right in front of me. That's the only way that I can figure out how to work through this thing. I wish that there was a magic wand that we could wave or a secret prayer or a little handshake or bump that we could give each other and make it all go away, but it, it isn't. Every day it seems like we wake up and on the news there's just more and more craziness. And I don't, I don't know if it's the conspiracy of the media to keep us stirred up all the time, but doggone it, they're doing it right now. So putting this advice into practice may be the biggest challenge we face right now, but it is also the perfect advice for what's going on right now and any time that fear and anxiety and all those things come washing in on you. So thank you again for taking a few minutes out of your time uh, to visit us here at the island. You're always welcome here. I hope the things that we do here are helpful. Uh, and again, I've got your back. But there will be times that I hope you'll have mine as well. Thanks for watching. Have a good day.